Jeff is a part of our wonderful facilities team. And Jeff, we are glad to have you with us this morning. Thanks. Glad to be here. Jeff, um, one of the things uh, I think about is uh, I think good staff are indispensable, but um, I am a realist and I, I realize that it certainly is a huge advantage to have facilities for the good staff to work in, good facilities uh, to work in, because it makes things so much more efficient uh, as we uh, as we minister. So um, what are some of the things that uh, facilities uh, does? I mean, I imagine most people would, you know, think about cleaning and doing some repair work, which is which is part of it. But uh, tell us from your perspective, um, what what facilities does specifically for the Haven Rest? Well, I think facilities is a has a pretty good connection group for everyone. So when people want to plan something or move something or create something or repair something, as you said, or have something ready for an event, um, we're kind of that cohesive glue that is a part of just about everything. And in one way or another, we're we're included in just about everything. So we're able to kind of be a communicator between groups, but also uh, just to make sure an environment is set up, you know, for those groups to flourish in. So we're we're kind of. I guess in a, a different way, the environmentalist. <laughs> so we make sure everything is um, ready, prepared, um, so that people don't have to think about certain aspects of it. They can just assume something is going to be ready and be there uh, for them to do their ministry. Well, you know, Jeff, um, you guys are busy all year round. I know that. Uh, and you guys, when when you were being kind in how you said that. But when we get into especially October, November, December, January, uh Kurt, I, I, I mean, things really, really start kicking up because not only are you guys taking care of uh, the three buildings, and we'll talk a little bit about more of that, but we have a lot of activities that are going on, and there's just enormous amounts of setups uh, for activities that you guys are involved in. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, the setups are uh, pretty interesting. We, we Obviously, we have programming that's fairly regular. And, and so we kind of have, we're accustomed to getting things ready and setting those things up and, and communicating with those people. But obviously, like you said, going into the holiday seasons or into the, the fall time of year where everybody's inside, <laughs> that kind of concentrates everyone's attentions inside and all the meetings are inside. Uh, so we, we have to incorporate these special events and we're kind of borrowing sometimes from certain areas and bringing to other areas. Uh, the, the numbers aren't consistent, you know, as far as one thing activity might have 300 people and the next one have 30. Mm-hmm. Um, one's on the first floor, one's on the third floor. Uh, <laughs> one is for kids and one, one is for um, a, a, a whole group of people that have never even been here before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we really try and uh, communicate with the people putting on the events and figure out the best way to set up and uh, create an environment again um, where that activity can happen and try and go off without a hitch. Um, sometimes the hitches make them interesting, but we, <laughs> we try and be there for that too. <laughs> <laughs> so you're prepared for the hitch, yeah. and uh, the, hitch the rest kit. of it is, uh, you know, if it goes as planned, it's anticlimactic. Yeah, right. I mean, it's kind of boring, so we, we kind of have a hitch kit, so we count on the hitches. <laughs> yeah. um, you're also, I, I joke with uh, Pat, uh, blank, time to time, that you're there for reassurance. And what I mean by that is, uh, you ever get the question, what is that sound, or... <laughs> Or, or what is that? Um, it smells like something in here that's out of the ordinary. Or uh, so, what's your role as reassurer? Yeah, um, 
burnt popcorn is not the electrical catching fire. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, we definitely are there for a lot of those. Well, I'm glad you brought that. I always thought it was electrical. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the first. Um, and, and a lot of it is just, you know, when, when you work in an environment that has so many activities and so many facets to it, um, you, you walk into one place and it smells different than another place or it looks different or... Uh, it's cold in here. It, exactly. Right? Yeah. And sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, suggestive. I always joke around with the uh, receptionist upstairs. And every time she says, are you guys cold? I'm kind of a little chilly. Instantaneously, everyone's cold. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, we have to cure that problem. <laughs> yes. And so we, we make adjustments there. And, and it's, it's our jobs are very planned and organized, but at the same time, probably as equally um, impromptu Yes. Um, and accommodating, I, I think. Probably the hardest part for a person to be is accommodating to others, but the result from being accommodating like that is just—it's amazing when you see the the unity formed um, when somebody can focus on they're all cold. Well, then if they're all warm together, the unity is still there. Yes. Um, but the, when we come in as a department, it's amazing. We walk into a room sometimes, and we just see people's faces light up because they've got this mental list. And the minute we walk in, they're like, oh, hey, this is – and what about this? And can you do this? And we need this. And have you – do you guys do this? <laughs> and yes. So that's a lot of questions. Um, so it, it is with the holiday seasons when we're here. Uh, we have so much great volunteers, so many people that come in, and they um, they bring so much to the table, and they, they really make the holidays possible here. Um, and just us being here, making sure that they have their supplies or if they have questions, in a lot of cases, you know, we're able to just basically – allow them to do all of the jobs and they do it in such great efficiency and with wonderful attitudes that they just come through here like a storm and, and make everything happen. And um, our job is just to be here uh, in case, mm-hmm. just in case. Mm-hmm. And you know, Jeff, you said something, you guys try to plan your day. I know that you guys meet in the morning time. I know you guys uh, pray together. And by as, eight o'clock, it's by, different. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So by eight o'clock, things could be different. So sometimes what you have on your uh, agenda, I'm sure, can change quite often. Is that true? Oh yeah, you can you can go from a pile of uh, requisitions of tasks that you need to accomplish fully in control. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what you've got. That's your whole aim. You've put your tool bag together. You got your cart ready and everything else. Uh, and then someone calls and says, "Hey, there's a leak." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, that pile is going to be there tomorrow. And you go and take care of the issue because uh, obviously the leak takes a priority. Um, and, but yeah, that, that happens quite a bit. A lot of times we can send some of the guys or a couple of, if a guy is, that's his specialty, he can, he can head off and do that and the others can pick up the slack. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much every day. It's, it's pretty consistent. Well, when you go into that situation where there's a leak, okay. So you probably have had experiences where it's a 10 minute fix and then experiences where you thought it would be a 10 minute fix. And then what happens? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Something happens, right? Yeah, right. It's, it usually ends up being, oh, yeah, I got this. And you head up there with a rag and a screwdriver. Uh, next thing you know, you're passing three guys with uh, mop buckets, sledgehammers, and a chainsaw. <laughs> and so, oh, guys, sorry. Things have switched up a little bit. Yeah. It's a little worse than we thought. In case, in case anybody's just tuning in right now, we're talking to uh, Jeff Hyatt, who is a assistant manager of facilities. Uh, this is stay with us because this is not just comedy hour mm-hmm. we are uh, getting to a point of where at least we hope to where we we show how facilities is part of the ministry just as as much as uh men's division women's division front mm-hmm. lines work so i i guess i i would just 
kind of segue into that. Uh, okay, so you have your, your power tools, you have uh, your reassurances to the staff, uh, but how, how does a how does the facilities department view uh, itself as a ministry? You're all born again believers uh, working here. Mm-hmm. H- how do you view yourselves uh, as ministers if you're not directly uh, counseling, preaching, uh, or cooking? Yeah, you know, and some of us occasionally will help out with prayer time or something like that. But yeah, you're right. For the most part, we. Um, we aren't involved in the day-to-day from the time we're here to the time we leave interaction, you know, with our guests. Um, we do get those incidentals uh, where we're walking across the parking lot or we're doing something like that. And, and we're able to get a, hey, we need this or we're out of this or sometimes just a, hey, how are you doing? I haven't seen you in a while kind of thing. Um, but we're kind of, um, we view it as if we are doing our job correctly, everyone else's jobs are made easier. And if we can create um, a space or um, fix something that needs to be used for a tool. If that tool wasn't fixed or that space wasn't ready, then that ministry may not happen in that way. Um, And so to create the best circumstances possible for those ministries to happen is our ministry. Um, And so it's, it's much like, you know, you, you don't give credit to the building for being here, but if it weren't for the building, we wouldn't have a place to do our ministry. And, And so we're, we're kind of the upkeepers of that space, and, and we try and keep those buildings, whatever they may be, from a room um, to a van to um, the parking lot, you know, ready to do ministry and ready for our guests to be able to see Christ. Instead of focusing on the things that aren't there, they can focus on the things that are. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Kurt, you talked a little bit about Haven Arrest standards. Uh, we, we try to show excellence in everything through all the departments. And as we talk about the fall and winter months, there's there's some big differences as we get closer to the snow and the salt. Why don't you talk a little bit about how you guys, some of the changes of the upkeep that are more uh, in the when we get into the colder months. I mean, I think of the floors and even outside. Yeah, there's a crossover period. So we were mowing grass mm-hmm. well into November this year. Um, but between the leaves falling and just the grass kept growing, we had this great weather and it was 60, 70 degrees every day into November. Um, but then within you know a couple of weeks, uh, I remember one day I was walking across the parking lot pushing the snowblower, and it was about 75 degrees outside. And this lady stopped her car, and she goes, what are you doing? And I said, I want this thing ready so that it's here and ready to go when it does snow. I don't want to have to go get it and find out it's not working. Um, and so there's that transition period. And then we kind of become an internal squad where other than trying to keep the upkeep of the salt and the snow and the ice as it comes down, uh, we really begin to focus on uh, the heating and the um, making sure lighting is correct because uh, lights are on longer. People are using more lights because they're inside longer. The, the days are shorter. Um, so all of the internal things start to focus. But at the same time, we have the safety lights that are outside that we need to make sure because it is darker sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people are walking over to dinner in the dark. Uh, and without those lights, um, you know, you're walking down uh, paths and you're walking around buildings and things like that. We want to create a, a good, bright environment, a safe environment. Um, we want people to feel like you know, they again, like they can focus on what they need to focus on and not be distracted by some of the other silly things. Now that transitions into, like you said, holidays. So then once we take care of the necessities, the, the basics first thing in the morning, uh, it turns into the planning for the special events. So mm-hmm. we get into Thanksgiving where uh, we have a special setup here, obviously, um, that the volunteers will come in and eventually run, but we create uh the, the space for the dining room and the auditorium takes a big transition. Uh, that goes into Christmas. So we're running, 
I think right now we run somewhere between 17 and 19 trees out to the different spots wow. for people to put together volunteer groups, departments to decorate. Um, and we store those uh, down in our area. Um, and we run those out to them, which will then eventually, at the end of the Christmas season, need to come back, um, along with all the banquets and the special meetings and the uh, Happy Birthday Jesus Party is another really big event where lots of people come in and we're able to just bless these families with, with gifts for their kids and an environment where they can come and, and see a juggler and have some candy canes and some big smiles as they as they come through. And so it's a great, wonderful thing. And um, But all that takes setup and planning and moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we come through and, and do that. And then when they leave, you can tell that 200 kids were just here with candy canes. <laughs> and so we go in and, and we need to get that ready for the for the next service, you know, because our guests are coming back in again that day. Um, and so those days can become pretty regimented. And um, it's, it's odd to have a day that's that shoot from the hip yet planned mm-hmm. all at the same time. Yes. Um, but those are some of the most exciting days, too, because uh, like you said before, we don't always have the interactions. Uh, those are days where we do. We're able to interact and do both our job and be able to see the clients that we're serving at the same time. And those guests are are just so amazingly appreciative of everything, especially a, a dry sidewalk in the middle of an ice storm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. simple things. So, that, yeah. You know, if we don't have it, uh, the operations don't flow. Yeah, it was, now, it's nice. Uh, one of the core values at Haven Rest is uh, stewardship. Mm-hmm. And I look at that as managing money. Uh, that can be saving money. Uh, and what comes to my mind, as far as facilities goes, is that I know you've had some projects over the course of the last year where you, you guys have actually been the tradesmen and, like contractors, you've, <laughs> you've installed things here, uh, which is a little different than what you typically do. Um, and it's, it's uh, required, you know, your different giftings. Um, and I'm going to give you a hint where I'm going with this, uh, the flooring. So if you want to talk about that and maybe possibly even the shelving rearrangement down in the uh, client service center. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So over the last year, we've done a couple of projects, like you said, uh, one being uh, a project that was uh, just graciously funded f- to replace the floor in our conference room B. Um, it's a material that none of us have physically worked with. It's a fairly new material. Uh, and so we were tearing out the carpet and putting in a new material. And uh, I know there was some intimidation there <laughs> just because we never worked with that before. But at the same time, uh, the guys really wanted to take on that task. And so I think through coercion, bribery, and, <laughs> and a sense of duty and love for Christ, uh, the guys undertook that. And they, they really got into it and uh, began to uh, really show what they are capable of. Um, and like any of us, you know, we're always afraid to walk into new territory. You know, there's always that, that little nervousness in the background. Um, but people were understanding. Um, it came down there very encouraging as the guys were doing everything. And, and it turned out really nice. Uh, the floor went great. Um, the guys really embraced it and started to even add more of their own touches and say, well, you know, this would really take it another notch. And this and, the, and they were little things. Um but uh, they, they really took ownership of it, and it gave them a, a good sense of, of uh, healthy pride uh, mm-hmm. to do that. And that was amazing because the people were very encouraging about it, too. I mentioned in staff meeting and uh, just from you guys even coming down and giving a, you know, a quick attaboy or, hey, it looks great, and you know, just buzzing through. Those, those things mean a huge deal to people. Um, and the switcheroo over at the, uh, <laughs> the other building, as we call it, uh, we just kind of consolidated some spaces. Um, to try and more um, or trying to better serve the groups of people using that. Yeah. Yeah. So we, 
obviously here we have women's and children's ministries and men's ministries and food ministries and facilities um, almost as its own ministry. And they all have to coexist in one area. Uh, the storage. In the storage the areas, area, yes. yeah. So mm -hmm. our dry goods and all of our long-term and short-term storage, as well as our children's section that we use to store um, and distribute the toys and things that we use for Christmas and holidays and our, our residents and things. And so we switched all of that around, moving the big steel shelving and, and kind of reorganizing it, give everybody their spaces. Um, and so it really seems to have given everybody some ideas, even in their own areas now, mostly because they can now bring it down to store it <laughs> so they can get it out of there. And um, they've been able to reuse some of their spaces too. So. Yeah, and you by reorienting space, you you made it uh, – I know our listeners can't see this, but it where different departments walk – uh, it, it made more sense rather than s there were two areas that where maybe a particular department had things stored. Uh, there was it was kind of scattered kind of approach, and you and you thought through it enough to rearrange it so that things were more I guess made more sense uh, in terms of uh, where you walked. To, to, you know, you, you didn't have to you walked to one place to get those items rather than two separate places, yeah. and a flow for volunteers even, and so. You have to – listeners have to trust my word. It, it makes yeah. more sense uh, on the uh, – where things are stored at. Yeah, and because we have such Efficiency an of time. Yeah, we have, we have a great overlap here, and it's what makes us strong is that we overlap with each other and share our experiences, our, our talents and everything. But um, when someone's trying to come down and get a case of, of green beans and corn and they've got to move a floor scrubber out of their way mm -hmm. uh, to get to it, that it complicates everything. And so, yeah, so we try to figure out a way to separate those um, and create – a division of space, but also more organized and accessibility um, advantages to everyone here. So. Right. Well, you know, Kurt, Jeff, we are just about at the end of time here. And I, you know, as we listen to you talk here, Jeff, we can see how ministry is in many different types of forms here at the Haven of Rest, from facilities and listening to you talk, Jeff, and seeing all the things that you you do whether it's a, a leaky pipe and you guys go over there and fix it, that, that's ministry. A clean floor. You guys were out there not long ago with this heavy snow that we had, and it was bitter cold, and you guys were cleaning and salting the sidewalks. That's on the all On the weekend. Yeah. That's all yeah. ministry. And uh, we really appreciate uh, what you guys do uh, here at the Haven of Rest because it's not just one building. It's three buildings. And then, then you have the interaction, like you said earlier, yeah. uh, with some of the guests that are staying here. Yeah, quick story I was mentioning to Kurt. Uh, when we were doing the snow blowing, the snow was so deep that as we came, we, we got it ready for the people who needed to get to breakfast. And, and that was great. As we were finishing up, the, the guests were coming over and they were walking behind me in a, about a 40 foot long single file line because I was cutting through the snow with wow. the snowblower. And so I, I kind of was the the uh, Pied Piper of people needing to get out of the snow <laughs> and led them all the way over to where they needed to go. And, and I kind of looked back and the crowd kept growing and I was waiting for a music montage to come along. But that was a great. Charlton Heston. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a great moment because you, it really does make you feel, you know, needed and um, appreciated. And every, every single one went by, hey, thanks. Really appreciate that for not having to walk through 12 inches of cold snow. That's Absolutely. great. And how can our listening audience pray for you and your facilities department? Um. Honestly, just for endurance, um, you know, just going through what we go through. Some days are higher keyed than others. Um, 
we go to physical limits, there's illness. Obviously, we're subjected mm-hmm. to quite a few areas where we can get sick. And mm-hmm. um, and then at the same time, you know, being able to have the energy to go home and be with our families. So um, that endurance is something physically and emotionally that we need because our, like you said, inconsistency is kind of our consistency. Yes. Um, and so being able to deal with that is, you know, draining. But uh, just pray that that focus stays on God and that we're able to use him as our as our anchor and our energy level. Well, you know, Jeff, that was great stories all through the whole program here. And we want to thank you for being with us today. And uh, we will continue to pray for you and your and the, the whole facilities crew um, as we move forward here. Thank you.